Welcome to another episode of Insights with Latrice. I'm your host, Latrice Kabuya. Today, my special guest is Lisa DeLugo. And I love this interview with Lisa because she's all things wellness. Lisa empowers women to be confident, but more importantly, she teaches women how to love themselves first before they can love anyone else. She helps them understand that they are first, they are priority, and then they can extend their love. Okay, okay, I don't want to give too much, so I'm just going to let you go into the interview and listen, but I will be back with my insight. Enjoy. Hey, you guys, I am so excited about my guest, Lisa DeLugo. I, yes, I said it right. Yes. You know what? I love this woman. She is amazing. And I love her tagline, not your average mother runner. How about not your average runner, period, for me? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But we're going to get into all of that and what that means. And we're going to just dive into some great information. So, you know, put your listening ears on because we're getting ready to go for a ride. Lisa, thank you for joining us on Insights with Latrice. I'm so happy to be here, Latrice. I'm excited. Yay. It's going to be good. So first of all, let's just talk about it. Where did you get not your average mother runner? So do you run? Do you run backwards, sideways? What, what's the deal? What's going on? <laughs> well, okay. So the deal is this, is that first of all, like I say, I'm not your average mother because I was a late, late mom. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm 46 with a 10 year old, <laughs> not okay. that's, that ain't average. Uh, <laughs> I'm the oldest one. I'm the oldest mom picking her up from the school. That's hilarious. But you don't look it dear. So that's the good part. Yeah. Uh, and also, as far as the running part of it is, is that um, I didn't start my running journey until late into my 30s and 40s. So I'm not your typical runner. You know, I'm not that one who's been running all her life. And, you know, it started late. Wow. And, you know, that's interesting because I started my health journey around my 40s, um, early 40s. And so I, I feel you because that wasn't like a major part of my life. Every now and then I would dip into it and dip right back out. And um, I was just getting to a point, I was extremely obese. Um, but what was so interesting, I didn't see that because the way I'm shaped, you know, I got a sister butt and hips. <laughs> So I hid some things and then, you know, we always like to call ourselves thick, you know, when you straight fat and that's okay. Fat is okay. Just own it. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And so I'd be like, uh, I'm thick, I'm thick. No, you're fat and you're, you have high blood pressure. And that's basically what my doctor said to me. And so that's what helped me slim down. I'm still slim. It's still working. It's a work in progress. 48. So it's been about eight years, but, um, yeah, yeah. So I get that. That's, that's awesome. Also, I know you're a health and wellness coach. First of all, you hear that title. What does that actually mean? 
So, okay. So I, well, the funny, funny you ask Latrice, um, <laughs> cause well, it is coaching. You are empowering someone to achieve a goal. You know, you're coaching them through it. And when we think about, uh, you know, nutrition and fitness and, you know, I'm a certified running coach in all honesty, could they do this on their own? Yes, they could, but I'm just giving them the tools that they can use on that journey so that they don't need to rely on me. And that's the way I see it, that they don't need to rely on me through, the, you know, for their, their entire life. I like to just like start them off and give them these tools so that they can take it and then live the best life, live in, you know, the best version of themselves. Mm. So tell me this, what's your backstory? What made you decide to get into health, wellness and start running? What, what is that? How much time we got? Listen, <laughs> I'm hungry, so not a whole lot. <laughs> um, well, it's it's funny because I was overweight. I was really overweight. And I was like, you know, I did the yo-yo dieting. If you uh -huh. remember Slim Fast yes. and all of that, I was all about that. You know, the, um, the grapefruit diet and yes. all of that. You know, I was up and down with my weight since I was a kid. And then I really got um, bigger uh, when after I got married and I was uh, I wasn't happy. And especially after I had my daughter um, and I still dabbled with running, but it wasn't consistent. And it was in 2013, August 1st, 2013, I started getting sick. Um, I stopped digesting my food, my food, just, I, I couldn't eat. I didn't understand what was going on. And, um, I was trying to get, you know, see a doctor and, and I was getting all these diagnostic, you know, examinations and, you know, whatever you name it, I, I went through it. And the doctor was just like, we don't see anything wrong with you. You know, hmm. you don't know what's going on. And I'm like, well, I just lost 30 pounds in 30 days. Something is, is not right. I can't even eat a piece of toast. A piece of toast would last a whole day to digest. And I started reading about now I have a biology background. I went to school for, you know, I was pre-med. So I know anatomy and everything. I started going back to okay, how does digestion work? What, what's, what could be the issue? And I was reading all sorts of book of books about health and wellness and, you know, water, you know, your gut and having all these gut issues. Um, I finally said, you know what, Mo modern medicine's not helping me. I'm going to go see a, nat a naturopathic doctor. I didn't even know what that was. But it sounded like, you know, it was a, it's alternative medicine. And at that point, I was desperate because the the thing that motivated me to do that, it was because I thought to myself, I wasn't happy in my marriage. And what something happens to me and my two year old daughter is going to be left with him. And I was like, I have to live. I got to yes. live. Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's deep. And, and I get it because when the doctor told me, I mean, and I'm, I'm just being honest, you fat and your blood pressure, you're too young to have high blood pressure. And, and I thought about my five girls, right? And I was like, I'd be doggone the way I had to birth these people 
to let someone else raise them. You know, I don't know if that was selfish or if that was motivation, but listen, <laughs> I'm here. So, um, so, okay. So you coach people to the best version. Mm-hmm. Wonder if people don't understand what their best version is. How do you help them grab a hold of that? Well, uh, what I do, <laughs> what I do is because in all honesty, they come to me and, you know, either they want to lose weight or they want to, you know, be able to run. And I know people are like, well, why, why do you need to learn how to run? Yeah, you do need to learn how to run because there's a, there's a science behind it all. And plus you don't want to get hurt and, you know, you have goals. Um, so these women, and it's mostly women that come to me with these concerns, but they're only thinking of like the one goal, like they're only thinking, I want to lose 15 pounds and then Mm -hmm. boom they're not thinking of it as a lifestyle they're not thinking of it as a journey Mm -hmm. and the same thing with the fitness so how I get them to realize it well first of all is having them achieve a piece of that goal so like when I have a woman who never ran who's overweight and is able to run consistently continuously for one mile and you see her face now her goal just got bigger. Mm. Now, now, now she's not thinking of the 5K. Now she's thinking, whoa, I, I, I can do this. Wow. You know, wow. and it's like, then it's like, then they're thinking to themselves and they feel empowered. And then, you know, and then I had this one woman who's like, who said to me, you know, not only am I feeling so amazing after I run, you know, I feel so good about myself. And then I, I treat my kids even better. I treat my, you know, everybody around me even better. So what does that do? That just makes you want to be a better person. That makes you just want to continue that it's, you don't want to let go of that. Wow. I, and that that's true. It's a domino effect. If you physically feel good, then you'll start tapping into that mental health side of things. And I remember when I, first of all, you're right about this whole running thing, especially if you haven't ran in a while, it's like trying to coordinate mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And those knees can be disrespectful sometimes, <laughs> you know? And so I had to tell them I was in control because they was like, no, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. We don't do that no more. <laughs> Right. And even now, sometimes because obviously um, I stop going to the gym and so I make sure I do it at home. Right. And it's it's not the same. And so I can't wait till it gets warm in Kansas City. I can go out and run. Um, But I just remember when I first started running, how I had to coordinate and I can dance. So I was like, what is the problem here? But um. And I remember when I ran a mile without stopping, honey, I thought I was the expert. Like, I was like, let me tell everybody how to do this (laughs) because you're so, you're right. You're so empowered. You're like, let me go ahead and break this down, how you accomplish and achieve Mm -hmm. this. And it it does, it it spills over into other areas of your life. And then um, I know for my um, family, my girls started seeing that and was like, okay, they started wanting to get in shape, even though, and you're right, it's a journey, it's a lifestyle because they weren't overweight, 
but it was just being healthy, being fit. And that was one thing I wasn't taught to do in my 20s and 30s. Then you hit 40 and 40 is also a little disrespectful along with your knees. <laughs> and so, you know, I and that and I think that's what has helped me maintain um my weight and and I still have some weight to lose, but I haven't went back to the 300 because it became a lifestyle for me. And I work out at least four to five times a week. Sometimes I cheat because I don't feel like it, but I feel bad if I don't. So I do a little something, but you know, you have those days, right? So you act like you're doing a little something, you know, a little weight here and there, but, um, but you, you do because it's a part of your life now. Mm -hmm. And I have to work out, you know, if I go the weekend that by that Monday, let me tell you, I am ready to do the dog. And I'm thick. I mean, I'm really thick now. I'm not, you know, I'm not fat. <laughs> I'm curvy. I'm curvy. I still got my big old booty and all that, but, um, but I'm healthy. Right. And that's the beauty of it. And so, so you're inspiring these people and, and essentially you're changing, not just their lives, but you're changing the lives around them. Right. Um, and, and so that's a great calling to have, um, to be responsible, um, to help people find and locate and discover their best version. Mm-hmm. And it allows that next generation. So it's generational. My question to you, Lisa, who inspires you? Um, wow. I know you, you told me about this question. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I could name so many. Um, but if I had to narrow, narrow it down, I, I, to be honest with you right now, ugh, and I hope I don't get teary eyed. So okay. my daughter inspires me. She inspires me to be a better person. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yes. this is. This is a child who sees me, you know, who saw me from day one and, you know, and then she's out into the world and she sees other moms and she sees other adults and, you know, and they're and they don't, you know, you you lose that innocence as you get older. And she has she just said there's no filter. You know, she's going to say it how she sees it. And sometimes she says something to me and says, Mommy, you shouldn't. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do do that, don't I? She and, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she just inspires me to be a better person every day, every day. I love it. And and that's the beauty of motherhood, right? It's a great, great position to be in. But them kids, listen, <laughs> they they are not playing with you you will raise them correctly. And I know my children, uh, my five girls, they definitely have voices. And so they do challenge me. They inspire me. They, they've made me be a better person. They made me um, do that inner work that sometimes is so hard. And the self-awareness, if I didn't have self-awareness, they did for me and they let me know, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they, and they're not afraid to tell you. Yeah, they're they're not afraid to tell you. So with that said, you're you and you inspire your daughter inspires you. So it motivates and encourages you to keep going to do what you're doing. 
Um, because at any time, honestly, Lisa, you can fall by the wayside. Let's just be honest. You can go back to your old habits and ways, right? Mm-hmm. What are some excuses you hear from your clients that you know, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Or I went back this way. What are some of those excuses? And tell me this, are they valid? They're never valid. (laughs) Right? (laughs) They're never valid. Um, I'll give you a good example. So I have a client who has twins and I think she has two other kids. So one, two, three, yeah, four kids. And one, and, and they're all under the age of, I think, eight, maybe seven, eight. So she's a hard working mama and she wants to run, you know, and she's never really done it. And I've actually interviewed her and said, did you ever do a 5K? And she goes, yeah, I have. I said, well, tell me about it. She goes, well, um, I went and showed up and um, but I never finished. I said, so you never did a 5K. So, so she's like, oh, she goes, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, okay, so this is your first time really training for a 5K. And some of the excuses that I would hear from her and, you know, whether they're valid, she thinks they're valid. It's you have 24 hours in a day. Okay. And you have to make use of that 24 hours. So many times she says to me, you know, I'm just not feeling it. I'm, I'm tired. Um, I am, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to run outside. It's too cold. That's what she said. She said to me the other, it's too cold. I said, how bad do you want this? Mm. How bad do you want this? Do you remember when you finished that 5k and how amazing you felt? Do you remember when your kids looked at you and said, oh my God, mommy, you're running fast. Do you remember how that felt? Do you remember? And she said, yes. And I said, do you still want to do this? She said, yes. I said, then you will find a way to do it. There's no excuses. You will find a way to do it. Well, that means waking up early, you wake up early. You know, that is that does that mean your kids go to bed and then you go on your treadmill? Because you got a treadmill, girl. Okay, yeah. not everyone has a treadmill. Yeah. You could run a treadmill, then you would do it. And she's like, okay. Wow. Let me go by my treadmill. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been saying, oh, I could spend that money on something else. But listen, there's no excuses valid. Okay. Okay. I I get it. it. (laughs) So you talking to me, it's okay. It's code. I know it's code. But um, so where, how do, do someone who's 30, 40, even 50, they want to start somewhere, but they just don't know what to do, how to start. What advice would you give them? My advice is that you need to start small. See, what happens is you get into these, you want to, oh, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I'm gonna, I want to lose 30 pounds. And then what happens like, you know, day one or the week one and you didn't lose any weight or you lost a pound and then you're thinking that's 29 more to go. You know, <laughs> that, that doesn't help. Or you want to run a half marathon or whatever. Okay. The thing is, it's the mindset. You have to have this mindset. You're going to say to yourself, okay, this is a goal that I want to do. What are the little things that I can just start, you know, the catalyst that's going to get this going? And just see it as baby steps, but don't see it as an end goal. And also realize you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. You're going to 
you're going to gain a couple pounds one of the, one of the weeks that you're doing this. You're going to uh, not be able to do the one mile because you're too tired. Embrace it. It's a journey that's meant to happen because you're going to learn from it. And then you know what happens? Because I had this. She did this to me. She couldn't do the one mile. And I said, you just had a bad day. Because she's she was ready to give up. She's like, I don't want to do this. I said, you had a bad day. I want you to go back tomorrow. And what did she do? She goes, oh, my God, I did three miles. I said, exactly. Wow. It's just a journey. You're going to go. It's 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 up and down. It's not linear. It's up and down. I love it. And I think, you know, my my one of my famous quotes that I say is don't quit. Mm-hmm. It's final if you quit. Yep. And so you, you may be good for a week and that next week. And I, and I can attest to that. There's some weeks I'm like, go sis, go. And there's some like, get out my face now. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to eat this cookie now and cake and it's my business, you know? And so, um, but I'm okay because I know how to get back. You know, and it may just be that day where I'm like, you know what, I'm getting ready to bless my soul with some sweets, you know, (laughs) and I'm okay. And there's times where I'm on it with, I know how to make my own sweet granola bar that's healthy and all those different things. And, um, yeah, it's, it's up and down it's, and it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of it. And I think for me, staying as consistent as I have for the last eight years, again, just proves how tough we are, how resilient we are. And I think that's the beauty of it, right? And so sometimes I put on my clothes, I mean, I, uh, you cute. <laughs> and I know it's not about it, but it does make you feel good when you're like, I'm still a good weight. You know, I'm not having to buy anything bigger. And, and that was for me, it wasn't, so much the pounds. It was just me being healthy, staying healthy, living a healthy lifestyle. And so, wow. Tell me this, Lisa, I got one for you. If you had a billboard that represented you, what would it look like? And what would it say? Wow. Okay. A billboard with my face on it. (laughs) It's up to you. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I think the billboard will say life is a journey. I I really would say that, you know, I I really think that life is a journey. I think that people don't realize that. Like I say to people when, you know, they're learning or, or they've gone through things in their lives and they're like, I learned duh, ED. I'm like, no, you didn't learn duh. You're learning. I healed. No, you're healing. It's and you if you think of it that way, you're always going to be open to the ups and downs of life, because if you think heal, duh, then when things don't go your way, you're going to be like, what happened? What just happened? You know what I'm saying? It's truly a journey. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. I like that instead of ED, because it's a that's a process. Mm -hmm. right that's oh because you're forever evolving if you're growing yes Yes. you know so that's oh that was perfect perfect so lisa how can my listeners find you locate you stalk you i mean i mean find (laughs) you 
yeah, fine. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Well, there's so many ways, Latrice. Um, let's first begin with my website, which okay. is www.notyouraveragemotherrunner.com. I know it's long, but you know, that's that's the website. And then the same thing on Instagram. And then the same thing, I have a podcast, Not Your Average Mother Runner podcast. Uh, same thing, and you can find that on all listening platforms. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, and I can't tell you what I am on LinkedIn. I think it's not your average mother. <laughs> hey, we're real on insights. Uh, I'm, keep, I'm keeping it real. Listen. No, I, it's actually Lisa Marie. It's Lisa Marie. Okay. It's my name, Lisa Marie. And then I'm on TikTok. Yes. Mm. you. Oh man, you're killing the game. On I'm TikTok. on TikTok. And oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what I am on TikTok. Cause you know, they don't, they only give you a couple of, uh, words or letters for TikTok. Yes. So it's not your average mother. And then it's run R. So R-U-N-R. Uh, and she's absolutely amazing on TikTok. Talk. She's creative. Um, she's fun. You want to, you want to like her. Um, it's <laughs> like, if you don't know her, she becomes your friend in your head in all honesty, <laughs> you know, and then really listen to her podcast. Um, I told her I would never want to meet her in a parking lot because I'm kind of <laughs> scared of her. But other than that, she definitely is someone you want on your side, um, in your village, in your community. Because um, one thing that um, in the couple of encounters that I've had with Lisa, she has a unique gift of seeing the best in you mm. and pulling that out. And I think that's why she's so successful because when we sometimes don't see our best, we need people in our space, in our lives to see that and pull it out and have the faith to pull it out until we're able to operate in that. And so I think that one is a gift and it, it's a blessing. So anyone that shares space with you, um, you're, you're going to be tough, but you're tough because you know what they're capable of. And that's the beauty of it. And so I think that's why it works for you. Mm. And so with that said, um, this, you know, these podcasts go so fast, but I love the fact that we can still connect and they, my listeners can definitely follow you. What would be one insight that you would leave the listening audience? Um, it could be anything. It doesn't even have to be fitness, but just one thing to leave with them. Well, even though I, I talked about, you know, life is a journey and no matter what it is that you want to do with your life and or your goals or anything, you have to start with loving yourself. You have to love yourself, number one, before you love somebody else, before you, you know, do anything. Because if you love yourself, that is the most powerful thing. Nobody, nobody can penetrate through that. Nobody and nothing. Wow. Wow. You know what? The mic has dropped. <laughs> um, that's the, what, what should I say after that? But, um, thank you for listening because, um, that's a powerful statement and as easy as it is to say, 
it's probably the the hardest thing sometimes that we can that we have to accomplish. Um, and so, before we can get into this wellness and health, we have to understand why it is so important for us to be healthy. We have to understand that we have to love ourselves and want the best for ourselves so we can be that best version. And that is mentally and, and physically and emotionally because it all goes together to be the best version, to be the original version that God created you to be. And so you're doing a powerful work, sister. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing and how you're serving the people with your gift. So thank you for sharing your gift here for a small time in our in our space. And um, God bless you, Lisa. We appreciate you. Thank you, Latrice. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I just love being in your space. Aww. I just feel so good being your. It's just this positive energy, and I just love it. I love you. You're amazing. I Back and forth. I love you too, girl. You're amazing. And you're doing amazing work. Listening audience, again, I thank you for putting up with me and my silliness. I appreciate you for love and insights with Latrice and knowing that it brings value to you. And that is my purpose is to bring value in every podcast that I do. And today was no different. I know that you are leaving my podcast changed, enlightened, and ready to be the best version that God's called you to be. Until next time, I appreciate you. Bye. Okay. How do you feel? Inspired? perhaps maybe encouraged or even motivated. Yeah, I know. That's what Lisa does for you. Um, the interview was just so powerful. And my insight from that interview is this. You have to make yourself a priority. Lisa said that throughout the whole interview process that you have to take care of you first. It starts with you emotionally, mentally, and physically. And then you don't stop growing. You keep evolving and you keep discovering who you are and how powerful you are. Yeah, this was a good one. You might have to go back again and listen and take some more notes because this interview was that interview to just sometimes when you're feeling a little down or you need to pick me up. This right here got it. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Insights with Latrice, where we talk about real life, talk about the real you, and we talk real good. Until next time.